Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Joe Ori on the line. He's co-founder and chief communications director over at Six Labs. Joe, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. All right, Joe. So uh, I'm excited to have you on the show today. So we're going to talk about some of the challenges that the cannabis industry needs to overcome. And I'm excited to get into that because you do have a unique vantage point with what you're doing over at Six Labs. Um, But before we get into that, let's go a little bit further into Six Labs. So tell us a little bit more about the company, please. So uh, Six Labs is is a new company. Uh, We just launched uh, in 2019. Uh, It was a collaborative effort uh, by actually six guys, which uh, that's where the name comes from. Uh, And it also stands for, yeah, it it actually also stands for the universal sign of measurement. So SI is the universal sign of measurement. And then we added the X to make sense and and the conformity with the six guys that started it. So So, uh, uh, tell us a little bit more about the function of six labs and some of the kind of what your vision is for this. I know you said 2019, but I want to get a feel for where you want to take this company. Yeah, so we, we, uh, the group came together to be organically. We never had to go outside the group and we had mm. come together. We, we were all very successful businessmen in our respective professions in law and, uh, uh restaurateuring and, um, uh, marketing as well as a tax uh, accountant and so, and a builder. So we had kind of all the ingredients to sort of get what we needed to get together to put, a, you know, a, a collaborative effort to not go outside the group to start this company. So we, we landed in Michigan uh, for various reasons. And Michigan had a, a medical program for 2008. So when I tell people, you know, the, the Michigan's got a new program, they're like, well, wait a minute. It's been around since 2008, but it was a very flawed system that led to extreme black market sales. And I mean, when I tell you literally there were, there would be illegal dispensaries that would open and start selling black market cannabis where there was no license to do so. They'd have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of product that would get raided, the police would come in, shut them down, and they would stay shut down for a couple of days and reopen and it became rampant. So wow. back in about 2000, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. So back in 2017, the state basically said, we're going to rewrite the laws, and they opened up the doors to new companies. And we saw a huge opportunity because of the massive black market consumption in the state. And we basically said, we're going to come in and create the next generation cannabis or the next gener- generation, next generation cannabis user. And so we toured the entire country 
for, for several months, begged and knocked on doors of every grow facility on the West Coast and, 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 toward, and toward, the, toward the East. And we took copious notes, found all things that we saw they were, everyone was doing wrong, found the things we liked about each one, and then we tried to do it one better. And so we truly created what I believe, and I would challenge anyone who wanted to, probably the most innovative and state-of-the-art cannabis grow facility, definitely in the state of Michigan, and I would argue in the United States. Wow, absolutely so, amazing. Uh, and what, what, what groundwork you did. I like it because, and I think one of the things that, um, in the cannabis industry has had, uh, in, the, in its infancy, now it's changing a bit, but because of guys like you and your team, is that it had this, um, this kind of cachet to where people thought, you know, that the people that were attracted to it, like they weren't necessarily a serious business person type. And now that I, now that you see, like the, the process you just now went through, that's the same process of launching any business, like if it's done well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just in the quality of the people that work for us, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we went to a lot of the growth facilities in Colorado and California, not to knock them. I mean, there, there's a lot of innovative companies out there as well, but a lot of them still had the old guard of the growers that, you know, had been doing it illegally. And now what you're seeing is a market that's blossoming in, in both the type and quality of the individuals that come work for you who have, you know, multiple degrees in agriculture and PhDs in science and we set out to bring those people into our company uh, because we saw the future of cannabis saying, you know, this is, this is really, really boils down to Adam is we said someday, not so far in the distant future, it's going to be legal by the federal government. When that happens, the FDA is going to get involved. And we said, we have the opportunity here because we're a new company and we were very well funded to say, we're going to create a facility that's truly laboratory environment to where if the FDA comes in, eventually and says okay you pass you don't if we don't pass Mm. no one's passing that's basically what we said if we don't pass then no (laughs) one's passing so so that's you know because we don't really know what they're going to want right i mean we don't know what the fda is going to is going to require so we said if they our facility is so organic and so you know there's not a single bacteria we we have a hvac system that's antiviral and you know we did this you know, before we even, you know, had a, a pandemic. So a lot of the things that we thought of ahead of time, we made special space in our in our facility that we're not monetizing right now, but we know in the future we will monetize by doing research and laboratory testing of our own. So we kind of said, you know, we need to do this. We're going to do it right. You know, we're, we're, we're an early sort of late adapter, so we're not the first cannabis company in the United States, but we absolutely aim to be the best and create a new generation of cannabis. Wow, that's amazing. And so I, I think that's a good transition. So you've given us some of your backstory and the vision. Um, let's give a little ed, maybe education piece to the challenges that cannabis industry needs to overcome to kind of get to that next level. Because you do have a really neat vantage point having seen, you know, all these other operations. So where do you want to start with that one? Well, I mean, first we could start right in our own state. So obviously I told you the background about, you know, the black market, but then what happens is you know, these uh, cannabis, legalized cannabis companies come in here and there was a caregiver program and then some companies that came online. And if I tell you, you know, over the last couple of years, at one point, 75% of the cannabis that was legal in the state of Michigan was not passing testing. And it, not passing testing can be for various reasons. And, you know, I, you know, there's, there's dangerous, there could be dangerous levels of, of yeast, mold, salmonella, and then actually pure toxins like arsenic and lead and mercury. And that's 
unfortunately what the what the black market user you know has been doing for generations and probably thinks it's still okay but it's actually not because what we found is, is that even when some of the companies uh, who are legal and can control the environment are testing out they're testing positive way beyond acceptable levels of these of these infiltrates so we basically said we're going to try to create you know a purely clean cannabis to where well we have to test in the state of michigan but we get to a point where they're non-detectable and we said you know we, we looked at it like this we said if you walk into whole foods you know and and that's who we believe is the next generation cannabis consumer the people who are shopping whole foods who care about what's on labels and you said well you can get salad here we, can, we have this lettuce here that has 0 0.02 you know microbials of arsenic or lead versus one that has zero you know you're going to say well that the first one doesn't have much it's probably it, it passes fda regulation but i'm certainly going to take the one that has basically non-detectable levels and what we're trying to do is we're aiming to get to that point where there's truly zero infiltrates that can be detected in the cannabis and that leads to solutions for several other challenges that we we we, we learned about as we toured the country and, in, and interviewed an innumerable amount of cannabis cultivators and people in the industry. And, you know, we did exhaustive market research as well. So, you know, the first thing is, is confusion and intimidation at the purchasing point. So, you know, there's thousands of different strain names. You know, they can create a hugely difficult shopping experience for even, you know, not just the novice, but even the moderate cannabis user. And it can be expensive because you go through, weeks of purchasing trying to find something that's right for you and until you find that you could be wasting a, a substantial amount of money and then it comes into the fact that you actually find one that you like that makes you feel right and is good for whatever purpose you're going to use it and then it's not the same consistency the next time so one of the things we said is we're gonna we're going to create names that based on the experience the cannabis user has in order to aid in the consumer's choice at the point of sale. And we're going to be rolling out our consumer, uh, a consumer product line very soon. Right now we're, we're only selling, uh, you know, our, our wholesale products because we wanted to, before we roll out our consumer brand, we wanted to perfect everything. So we were going to do that uh, early, but we're actually saying, you know what, let's wait. We don't need to do that right now. So I don't even want to give you the name of it yet, but we're going to be rolling that out very soon. And then obviously the next challenge is product quality. And I think we touched on that a little earlier, you know, the, the, the next generation cannabis for the next generation, can, uh, you know, consumer, you know, it, it, it's, it's basically ensuring to the user that you have the cleanest product you're ever going to have available to you in the, you know, what you would expect when you go into Walgreens after your doctor gave you a prescription, you know, for a, a certain pharmaceutical drug, you have a certain reliance that, okay, this has been screened by the FDA, this is packaged by this company, this is processed and manufactured by this company, and you rely on the company all the way down. So we wanted to give the consumer a, a literally a truly seed to sale experience to where they know where it's coming from, they know who packaged it, they know how who stored it. They know where it went and how it laid and rested for its time period before it went into your body. And we're all about labeling. So we're going to be pushing the state to enhance labeling features. We're going to try to basically change the game. Um, wow, that's you know, they're really exciting. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. So, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot we could go into. I mean, obviously, you know, these things all bleed into one another, Adam. So, you know, when you talk about confusion and intimidation with the product, 
uh, as far as what the name is, you know, and then product quality, you know, then you get into lack of consistency. And, you know, that also is, you know, something that can be controlled uh, with extraordinary due diligence at the, at the seed level. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, different cultivators and processors make it difficult for consumers to replicate an experience. So our product line is going to be designed to deliver a very specific and consistent effect. Um, you know, the other challenge we kind of, you know, discussed already is, is toxicity. You know, we found as a company, you know, as I said, most of the product in, in Michigan was testing positive for pesticides, heavy metals, and other toxins. So we basically said, you know, we're going to create better products and a standardized testing protocol to eliminate this problem and, you know, provide the consumers with, with healthier options and um, make it a lifestyle brand almost, if you will. Um, and then the most important one we see is transparency. You know, it, confusion, the amount of strains that are out there, it, it leads into to this type of problem where, you know, there's no transparency. You know, you because it's not federally legal, I'm not blaming all this, you know, that I'm mm -hmm. saying on cannabis companies. For sure. It, it's, a strange, it's a strange environment because you, you have this, this multiple strains being created by different cultivators all throughout the country. And there's, since it's not federally legal, there's no real brand that you can put out there and say, okay, this becomes the national brand. You guys can rely on us. Like if you go to McDonald's in, you know, in Michigan versus a McDonald's in Idaho, you would expect relatively the same consistency, right? In fact, some people would expect extraordinary consistency. We're not there yet with cannabis. So, you know, we are basically in this period where it, 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 the industry is, is blooming and the, the, if you, one thing that's not talked about enough is how just what, what the level of innovation is. I mean, from, from the years of just the past few years of going to the cannabis conventions, the, the, the level of technology and advancement is, is incredible. Everyone talks about, you know, the flower and, you know, whether this state went legal, whether that state's recreational, what their program looks like, how difficult is it to get a license. But what no one is really paying attention to and they should be, is the tech boom that is coming with this industry, you know. And so we basically built our facility to be able to, to modulate. We can, as new advancements come, we have the ability to transition and implement them into our facility. Um, we're obviously looking at other options. You know, we've applied in Illinois, a very difficult market to get into, uh, but they have a craft grow period, uh, license application period, which we applied for. And, and that's, and I'll, and I'll add that it's, we're basically trying to be a craft grower with a large facility. And, mm. and we believe that that can be attained. And, uh, you know, so far, to be honest with you, we got our first, uh, harvest tested and our levels were so low. Uh, and this was just in our first run. We were expecting, you know, probably have some issues, not pass for one reason or another. Not only did all of our cannabis pass in our first harvest, but the toxicity levels were were one tenth in most cases of the state mandated minimum limit. So we already are on the right path. Wow. We're super optimistic about it. So well, congrats you know. on that. First of all, that first run, like that's amazing. Like that just shows, like uh, the kind of the work you put in on the front end, and now to feel that, like uh, you were expecting some things to happen that didn't. Congrats. Yeah, it, it, we're really excited about it because you know you don't really know. Yeah, you really don't know what's going on until the state tests it, right? And and when you come back and they say, you know, they say, well, here's all your numbers and everything passed, but then you really look at the detail and you see that, you know, passing test is 0.4 and you're at 0 0.01. 
You know what wow. I'm saying? So that's, you know, that's when you're really saying to yourself, okay, guys, what we set out to do is, you know, we're doing it right. And like I said, we're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, wait and season our, our, our process before we roll out our consumer brand because our consumer brand is, is going to be something that I believe the cannabis industry hasn't seen yet. So I can't let it out. Of the, I can't let it out. Just shout out. Oh, man, could, you're but. going to have to come back on the show, Joe, when it's out, man. That is exciting stuff. I want to follow this company and follow its growth and uh, what you're doing. So um, def- definitely going to invite you back on the show. Keep me in mind when uh, when that, that consumer brand does get launched, we'll do a repeat interview. Um, but that's about uh, the time we have for today. But I do want to uh, give you the opportunity, Joe. So there's some people that are listening to this that are following the industry and um, and and following brands. So if somebody does want to learn more about Six Labs and to and to keep following your work, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, to, thank you. I appreciate that plug, uh, Adam. And so we're what so they. I have my own website, josephor.com, where I, it's all cannabis. Um, you know, I'm a trial lawyer as well, but really not doing that as much as these days as I, I was before for obvious reasons. Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or you can. You know, follow us at sixlabs.com because, you know, we're, like I said, we're going to have a extremely convenient, user-friendly, um, way to purchase cannabis. And it's, uh, part of our rollout that I indicated earlier for our, our, uh, consumer brand. So yeah, I would love for people to start following us. We're just getting started. So hopefully nobody, you know, nobody, you know, doesn't push, uh, okay when they see the amount of followers we have because we're really just getting started. So we don't have 20,000 yet, but we'll be there soon. Oh, man, I'm not even worried. You guys are rocking and rolling with those testing levels and with your plan and vantage point. This consumer brand is going to be crazy. This is exciting stuff, man. I'm excited to watch your progress and to watch the company grow. So, again, Joe, um, thank you for coming on the show today and sharing more about um, what you're doing over at Six Labs, but also just the cannabis industry uh, in general and what you've seen from your vantage point, which obviously you spend a lot of time on this and you're working with some really sharp people and have a great team. So great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Joe, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. Have a good day.